like to start with uh, saying, you know, for us in the Northern Hemisphere, today is the longest day and it signals the arrival of summer and at the same time also the gradual advance towards fall has started basically today. And then once we reach the fall, uh, that's been marked by an equinox. So the day is the longest day. And then when there's the equinox, the day and the nights are exactly the same length. And there's two things, you know, which drive these seasonal changes. One is the Earth's tilted axis. And the second one is the Earth's orbit around the sun. So due to those two things, we have the um, solstices and the equinoxes. And, you know, traditional in particular what I know about uh, pagan Europe, you know, that was a time of bonfires and dancing all night and people jumping over bonfires. And then there was like the, you know, the thinking that the highest jump over the bonfire would be about the length of the of the crops, which would was to be expected. So the theme is abundance, fertility, of nourishment and growth. So, you know, entering a new phase and uh, inviting in nourishment and growth into our lives. And that's like a kind of an intention, you know, we can make on this very special day, being supported, you know, by the earth herself, as she also undergoes that, that small change, you know, which happens four times uh, per year. And, you know, and recognizing these small shifts in the planet's natural rhythms can help us, you know, to become more attuned to the planet and to nature. And so we feel more grounded in her, as her. Because I think that's what most of us, you know, in this time of great changes are feeling, you know, a sense of, even you know, not everyone is in that right now, but a sense of disorientation, a sense of, uh, you know, feeling a little bit ungrounded in a time where there is so many uh, of the older systems, you know, starting to show quite <clears throat> big cracks and uh, showing, you know, that they are no longer really dependable or working very well. And so then if we can open up to something much bigger than this, you know, human systems which we have built and, and look at the earth herself and how she changes and moves, there's a sense of, yeah, there's a sense of we can depend on that. That can be our basis of uh, where we are standing and where we are working from. So, you know, I thought today because it's the solstice, we could, you know, together you know, gather in our resources, you know, and, and remembering what is working, remembering, you know, what is available to us every moment when we remember it, when we can, you know, step out of our minds and, and are more in a direct contact with the earth herself through our body. 
because our bodies are part of the planet, as I've said, you know, many times. And many of the meditation guidances I, I share with you on the Wednesday mornings are about, you know, sensing into the truth and coming out of our minds and, and sensing into this deep interconnectedness, this deep interbeing, this very very present non-separation of what it is, you know, to have or to are, to be a body and, and the planet herself. We are made out of exactly the same materials and there's a constant exchange. We never cut the umbilical cord. And I think, you know, that's something we can hear many, many times, but to really sense it deeply in our own being, that's something which needs to be practiced practiced many times so that it it really sinks in and it changes us because only if we come from that connectedness will there be you know sustainable solutions for the questions you know we are having now at this time of poly crisis and you know great divisiveness and you know a time of new orientation and it can't come from our heads alone. It needs to be based on a deep understanding who we really are. And that, you know, is connecting with our own bodies first. And then from that, solutions will emerge. So saying, you know, speaking about resourcing, the guided meditation today will be about resourcing and that means you know coming back to the source coming back to the beginning and you know we have the the buddhist um, concept of yoniso manasikara which means thorough or radical attention or also wise consideration you know getting back to the root the word yoniso has the word yoni in it and yoni means womb and also, you know, here at the Aloka Earthroom, we have the Prajna Paramita statue, which is also called, you know, the mother of all the Buddhas. She has the womb, the, you know, she has that um, emptiness in herself. And all of the Buddhas are born out of this realization of emptiness. And, you know, in the early Buddhist teaching, we call it anatta, not self. And the Venaptiknatan so beautifully, you know, describes it as interbeing. That recognition, you know, is at the root of enlightenment. And at the same time, at this time, you know, on the planet with its uh, unfolding interlocking crisis, it is also a question of survival of uh, our civilization to really, you know, come up with uh, solutions for living our lives, which are based on this deep recognition of interbeing so you know it's a it's a it's not only a question of you know surviving as a species it's a spiritual crisis we are in which needs to be attended to very consciously in order for solutions to be emerging into consciousness which are really speaking to what is going on 
right now. And this is a very great opportunity. And at the same time, you know, we need the support of doing it in as a collective because it's such a complex situation we are finding ourselves in. You know, when suddenly it becomes clear the old the old is coming to an end and the new is just not yet really tangible. So in, in that intermediate space, we need to attend, you know, to our own hearts, to our own minds and to our own bodies because it's through that, you know, that the new will be emerging and then will be embodied. And, you know, let's just start by finding a posture we can sustain for about 40 minutes. And then we don't have to work hard. It's an experiment. And we don't have to get anything right. We just start And, you know, taking a breath and, and just seeing, you know, are you, you think you have to work hard, but can you just, just be here? You know, feeling, I feel myself for my own benefit and from that, you know, I can benefit the system around me. Just as Connie said, you know, about her grandchildren who come to her for advice. But first, you know, we have to feel ourselves to a certain extent. Just like in an airplane, you know, put on the oxygen mask yourself first and then helping others from that resourced place. You know, slowing down and, and going into the body. Maybe, you know, you can put, if you like, and you can put your hand on your heart area. You know, so you feel your body a bit more fully, if that helps. Feeling the weight on the cushion and on the chair. You know, the sense of gravity, which pulls us towards the big body of Earth. And, you know, and let your breath take you deeper and let your nervous system guide you. Guide you into the ground underneath you. earth body and the you know water bodies and the plants and the trees 
and like all of those, you know, we had just one, how it's sometimes called one secretion of the planet, you know, like a tree, a walking tree. And it's such a, you know, it's such a foreign concept that we just need to, you know, let it stand and do its work. And maybe another you know, mind gets a little bit kind of shuffles around, not knowing what to do with this. Doesn't need to be doing anything. Just letting it be there. You know, we are a secretion of the planet herself. We are not outside of it. We are not masters of it. It's just so different than what we have been told for so long. Feels like, you know, going on, on ice. It's very slippery because we just can't get just can't get a hold of that is it's so otherwise and just let that slippery slope be what it is that's also our that's you know that's our chance to move into a much deeper embeddedness and um capacity you know for relationship with what's really happening but it's disorienting and and how could it be otherwise really how could that be otherwise if it's such a it's a real it's a total shift in self-understanding like an evolutionary threshold for you know for homo sapiens like you know we have been meeting many many times in those 200,000 years you know we are around and all species you know who came before us whose intelligence we have inside of these bodies of ours And we haven't been really relating to all of this for a long time because we have been, uh, you know, specializing on other ways of knowing. Particularly, you know, we've been uh, occupied with science, technology, and the so-called so exact sciences, you know, which, which are not that exact if you wake up to this very new way of self-understanding. And this is the this is the crux, this is the point, this is the what we want to train in in these Wednesday mornings to shift the self-understanding so that we are open to new solutions which come from a different 
mindset. You're no longer fantasizing about mastering the planet, but wanting to find you know, our place inside of this great intelligent self-regulating system and make our contribution. So building that connective or connecting tissue. By tuning to the biosphere in which we are embedded in. And that's also something very beautiful we can do when we are outside under a tree or any other lovely spot in our garden, in a forest. We go for a walk, but we can also do it, you know, from the city. So healing through attunement to what is already here, what is already working since a long time. And we have just been, you know, just gotten sidetracked as a culture, as a civilization, because we were fascinated, you know, with certain gadgets, which, you know, had their function, but they have revealed their, their limits. And they are not, you know, they are not life enhancing in the way what we need now at this time. But we recognize that we need to attune more to what's needed for planet Earth to regenerate herself so that we will be able to live in right relationship. And, and support that regeneration. So, you know, connecting with the flow of life from a place of wanting to serve it. By recognizing this is a much more than 
human affair. long lineage of ancestors that connects us to the planet. Human and animal, plant and mineral, liquids, all of those different kinds of beings which are part of us and part of the planet. You know, by attuning to that, we are tuning in with a data flow, with an intelligence which speaks to us, you know, in a, in a different way than, doesn't speak through language, but it informs us in a different way. By attunement. Like when we are, you know, tuning an instrument, the instrument of our own bodies and minds, we're tuning it in relationship to the planet herself. It's just simply through the intention of wanting to be of service. Of wanting to know how we can help. how we can help that process to get more strong and deeper and wider. I'm just noticing, you know, how does that feel in the body if you understand yourself as a part of this long lineage of ancestors behind us and then the young ones and the ones not yet born in front of us.
you know, as we are taking our seat, and offering our practice in this way. So inviting emergence, you know, into ourselves as a vessel or into the community, in our little online community, we are a vessel also. And you know, noticing when we are drifting off into thinking, if we can't, you know, if we can't sense or feel the body, we tend to overthink. Just coming back to the body. Don't think the world, but notice the world. So sensing into non-separation.
And you know, if the you know the mind wanders off into thinking about something or maybe getting tired. Just as we are noticing that we are more here. More connected. No more in the flow of life. More able to respond from that flow rather than to react. You know, as these old assumptions start to disintegrate and give way to what wants to be born. That slippery, icy surface, you know, which we need to familiarize ourselves with by giving it time by not expecting too much too quick. Some kind of developing a tolerance for not knowing how it's going to unfold. And bring our love to that, the willingness to be with that messy process. That's love, love and kindness, you know, for our own dis-ease and For the birth banks of the new. Not tending to that. You know, you know, a precise way.
embodied attending. So connecting with the wisdom we hold inside by simply being part of this planet. And you know, until now we haven't really used it enough because we have been trained to understand ourselves as separate beings. And now at this threshold, this evolutionary threshold, that is what is changing. And by us doing this work, we are offering that to the system. For us, you know, being willing to be on that slippery slope, to allow the discomfort of the not knowing how to do it. All of that, that, that's our service, that's our practice. And it unfolds as we engage it. Any moment, you know, we're engaging it, we are contributing to strengthening of the new way of understanding for our whole species. That's how those things work. Until there's a, like a critical mass reached and then there is deeper shifts. And it starts with us, you know, it's not there will, nobody can do it for us. We have to do it together can't be done by like a president or some big somebody else. Us, us, we are it. We are the ones we have been waiting for. That's also part of the shift. Out of patriarchy. Which is, you know, age appropriate now for our species. To question all of those assumptions.
you know, as we are tending to that healing through attunement with what wants to be born, as we are tending to that healing, the past heals and the future opens up. It's a very honorable assignment, you know, which we are serving if we are practicing in this way. So you're being really aware of the breath going in and out from the body, expanding and contracting. You know, and, and knowing that it is exactly the the questions you know, which are coming up, the fears which are coming up, the disorientation which is coming up, the, the care, the grief, all of those experiences, you know, they are fueling our, our search you know, for a more attuned relationship with life. You know, for those who are really open to the recognition that many systems are showing big cracks, you know, they're showing tendencies to break down. They're showing signs of needing adjustment, very radical adjustment, not trying to optimize the past, but building a new future. That is a process. You know, we can compare it with the big cathedrals which have been built, you know, in Europe took several hundred years. The person who set the first stone never saw the end of it. This kind of um, attitude, you know, we need to bring to the practice. There have been Many people who have been able to do this, otherwise you wouldn't have those beautiful cathedrals.
So and I really appreciate you, you know, coming to these sittings and uh, you know opening yourself to this work together. So, you know, in the last few minutes of this uh, meditation, I'd just like to end for the last few minutes uh, with a blessing chant, a short blessing chant for the, our work and, you know, for our willingness to step into the slippery area where there is so much newness. So, you know, kind of recognizing all of you for that and, and sharing blessings. May you have every good blessing. May all the devas protect you by the power of all the Buddhas. May you ever be well. May you have every good blessing. May all the devas protect you. By the power of all the Dhamma, may you ever be well. May you have every good blessing. May all the devas protect you. By the power of all the Sangha, may you ever be well. Hmm. So, you know, then maybe we can slowly open our eyes. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org.
dot org slash donate.